So Mo recently came to Florida to celebrate Christmas time, fun time with me and my family, my Floridian family. And we did a little Secret Santa. We did a lot of fun things, but you know we have so many things to talk about. We'll we'll, we'll keep it down. To I was too. I was really um, the first one to introduce Secret Santa to this family, and now it's a little family yeah, tradition. We, <laughs> we had the first annual Munir Khan Nawaz. You will never believe Secret who Santa. had me as Secret Santa. Man, I'm I'm a I'm a good Secret. Keeper. It was Mushroom Munir himself. I was so bamboozled yeah. when I when I <laughs> realized it was actually him who had me. Yeah, we made we did it on like this website that that draws names, and I got Mo, and I was so excited. And I saw everything that I was that was on our list, and instead of getting one thing, I just got it all. Yeah, we had a limit, but <laughs> it, un- but unfortunately, this man does not know what a limit is, and he actually. I I got a couple people. You know, I, I was never a big like Christmas present giver. This was literally the first year where I bought like people stuff. Like I got my sister got some, I got my mom some. I got you some stuff. Yeah, me and you didn't follow the rules at all because we got everyone something. We didn't want anyone to feel left out, you know. It was a it was a good time. I got I got most some some sketching paintings things and and a book. Nice little book. My sister got me. My sister had me, and she got me the sweater that says "Silly Goose on the Loose." Yeah, <laughs> it was <laughs> very fitting. She used her budget on yeah the Silly Goose sweater, and um. Story number two. So uh, I'm pretty sure I said this before, but um, for Black Friday, I bought my mom a foot massager, and she loves it. She uses it every single day. Best present I've she ever gotten. She uses it so much if, that it like stays if, in place. It's not unplugged, so she can just like get like into a, it right a, away. A certain spot. Yeah. Like if it ever goes missing, she'll come bar- barging on my door. Right. That's where it went. Highly recommend getting a foot massager for your mother. Got one for my mom. The whole family came to Florida and everybody tried it out. First, everybody was hating on it, saying, oh, this tickles. Oh, it looks stupid. <laughs> oh, it doesn't even work. Oh, it's too hot, blah, blah. By the end of the trip, guess what everybody was fighting over? <laughs> Take a guess. We're even getting tossed around like freaking basketball. Everybody's trying to trying to get a crack at it. Highly recommend. You got any any, any comments? It was it was a good massager. foot massager. You know, I am a little bit ticklish on my feet, so like at first, I really could not withstand it. Like I was yeah. able, to, I was almost like, I was about to say no to it. Like I was about to give it up. And then you know what? I was like, let me give it a second chance. This year is about giving second chances to things. You know. There you go. So I put my feet go. in there, and I was like, you know what? This discomfort is actually comfort. And it was just Ooh. my feet like screaming for help, you know. So then I couldn't, I couldn't get off so, of it. So, so what, what you, what you learned from from this situation? Well, I did it so much that the foot massage actually broke. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you learn a valuable lesson. Yeah, is that if you use something too much, it will break. You have to also take uh, care of it. So yeah, the foot massager but, actually but more, it, more importantly, it died. More importantly, more importantly, don't, don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for coming back, listening back, tuning in to our beautiful podcast, Difficult Dish, podcast about South Asian narratives, hosted by myself, Mashnoon Munir, and my lovely co-host, who goes Khan? by, and... Labyrinthev. Oh, sorry. I thought Labyrinth you also Ab- meant, like... <laughs> no, sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's, that's, that's it. That's the only oh. spotlight you get. Oh, okay. You know, before we start into our final episode of the year i want to give ourselves a little pat on the back because i've noticed that a lot of podcasters and a lot of people i mean as they should they take a lot of season breaks and a lot of breaks around this time of year 
where they don't post their podcasts, obviously. They don't make videos. They don't do work because a lot of people are off after the holidays. But me and you are dedicated where we did yeah, not take a break. And we are fighting no. through through the holidays and we're giving y'all content. Yeah, there were 50. How, how many? There were 52 weeks. We probably posted at least like 48. I don't know how many. We, yeah, we, we had like a, a lot. what, three or four week we season break in July. Something like that. Yeah. I I also commend us because it's it's hard to to keep consistency, especially in the beginning stages. It's a lot easier nowadays. Yeah. Um, But back when we first started, you know, we've been doing the pod for like a year and three months and um it was tough in the beginning especially when like listeners weren't going up or or you know if you've been listening before episode like 15 you had to live through our our boo-boo silly goose microphones yeah we got better microphones it was it was a tough time but you know i I think we had a good year no yeah we had a little nice little incline you know i'm proud Mm. of ourselves so um this episode is actually for our dedicated listeners you know we know that there are some of y'all that listen to us every single week. We saw some of y'all's um, Spotify yeah, wrapped, crazy. you know? We saw that you spent <laughs> for, a lot of minutes on real. us. God, so, 2,000 minutes. Yeah, this episode is for you minutes. guys because, Sickles. you know, this episode is just, like, more personal. We want to talk about, like, a little bit, a little, a little, a little, sorry. Double of words. A little recap of 2022 before we start the new year some of the highlights that we've had with the podcast and also maybe a few failures that we've had you know it's important to fail it's oh, also important to bring it up sometimes that. because a lot of people think that it's only just success and it's only just ups but you know we've also had downs so we wanted to you know do a little 2022 recap and some of our goals mm. if you stick around to the end for 2023 yeah. some podcast goals maybe some podcast goals mm. how was a uh, How's how's twenty twenty two for you, Skip? Rate one to ten. You know, I'm not gonna lie. It was a pretty good year. Only because I feel like I finally put myself first. I finally started believing in my potential. Three, I finally started, you know, like traveling. I finally started doing the things that I've always wanted to do. Um, I think it was the beginning of the beginning. And mm. I think that younger me would be really proud. You know, even January yeah. me. Yeah. How was it for you? Me too. Are you going to give it a goddamn rating? Oh, oh you wanted a rating. Said, huh? oh, pretty good. You wanted a rating. Uh, I didn't I <laughs> didn't hear good. that part. Sorry What's about that. Um, I'd give it a good like 8.59 out of 10. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's higher than It was a good one. That's higher than I was expecting. It was a good one. That's higher than I was expecting. Would you? Would you? What, what, was, you, what, was, what was 2021 for you? You remember? Just 2021 like, was a solid five six yeah wow just a so little incline from there good huh mm-hmm. things were a lot better yeah yeah, yeah how about you yeah um i'd say this year i um i i matured a lot mm. i learned a lot more about myself i had i decided to um to be nicer to myself to give myself a little bit more you know leisure time and, and space and just free will to to think about what i want to do in the future um i had some big milestones in my life and i would give it a a good a good eight a good eight oh that's pretty high good year why'd you come at me for having a high rating when you did too 
No, because nine nine is like wow. Oh, that's a little one one decibel. <laughs> right, right. I never. That's like a ninety percent. Like, like a ninety percent. Like, I never got A's. Oh. Like, I never got ninety percent. Oh, okay, okay. Big big B big B big. Yeah, All right, big B guy. All right, you know what I'm saying. Um, but uh, but yeah, good eight, good year. Um, what was the what was the top moment from this year? Give me one. We'll go. We'll go back to back. You know, Mashun and I, with the family in Florida, we actually did this game where we talked about some of our top three moments, you know? So I have some up my sleeve because we talked about it extensively with the family. So one of them was actually graduating. And I know oh. we sound like a broken record. <laughs> we sound like a broken record <laughs> because every single I don't know episode... If you guys, I don't know if you guys knew. Yeah, I don't know if you guys knew, but we both graduated. <laughs> we talk about this in every single episode. But you know what? It was a good moment. It was a good time, you know? Yeah, real good. Maybe we'll but shut what, up about, what about it. it. What about the moment made it so good? Well, I was getting to it. Oh, I'm so Maybe sorry. we'll we'll shut our yap next year about graduation, yeah. but probably but like, what not. What about the moment <laughs> like made it so good? <laughs> shut up. But um, something that I really liked about graduation was that my parents were very prideful. Like... They were so excited to come to me after I met up with them after the ceremony because, first of all, they didn't know that I was VIP and I got special recognition, no, they didn't. which meant I was they sitting didn't. on stage. And they also didn't they know did. that my face would be on a Jumbotron with their pictures as well in wow. this big you know, stadium in, um, what the hell is this name of the stadium? Oh, Barclays Center. Barclays. Yeah. So I was the one sitting on stage with, you know, like 50 other students or something like that. And there were thousands of other students in the audience. And I think this moment was very nice for my parents because it's like, wow, my daughter worked really hard um, to have this moment. And it was a surprise for them. And I had, yeah. you know, a perfect GPA. And I I think yeah, that was did. a very good moment for my parents, but also for me because, you know, I worked really hard for that degree. And I was so stressed out in my two years of master's and also an undergrad and it felt like it finally paid off in some way and i was just proud of myself for pushing through even when i wanted to give up because there were so many months where i had so much burnout and i was like literally like dying <laughs> and you know you motivated me but also my degree motivated me and um making my parents proud motivated me but it was a really nice worth it moment and I second that. Yeah. You know why? Because I was there. Yeah, you were. I was there. That little that little video y'all saw on the YouTube on a little Instagram and a little TikTok. Guess you know record that. Yeah. Take us. Yeah. I I knew it, I was the only person that knew it was coming on. And before like your portion came in, I remember I told your brother I was like, "Yo, like they're gonna say something about your sister. Like be right to record." He's like, "Yeah." Then like I remember um, like when it came on, like I I knew when it was leading up to the to the part when they were gonna talk about you, and I was recording the whole thing and. I was, I was and like in the video. You can hear me be like, "Shuno, Shuno," and I was talking to your mom and trying to get her to, which means listen, pay listen attention because, bangla. because she was like, she was trying to scramble for her phone to record it. And I was like, I was like, "Yo, I got it. Like, you don't got to record right now. Like, just just focus on watching this." I don't know if she listened. I I think I was just focused on recording. But um, beautiful moment. That was actually one of my top moments as well. Hey, come on. It, it was me me being there. I was I was just so proud of you and you were on the stage at Barclays Center. Like Barclays Center is like no joke. Like freaking Jay-Z has performed there. Like so many stars have have performed there and you were on the stage. Like you weren't in the crowd, you weren't on the floor. Like you were on the stage and that's that's 
a, a massive accomplishment. I, I was it was really crazy because I remember I went to that stadium in like 2016 to see Demi Lovato, and when I was backstage, mm. like getting onto stage. I saw like all of the celebrities that have performed there before because I was in the same hallway that they were yeah, in. Big ones. So it was really big nice ones. to have, you know, my loved ones around me and to feel that pride for myself. Good one, yeah. What was yours? Thanks, thanks for getting me in VIP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, VIP section of Barclays. <laughs> um, quick side note: there was a there was a drunk guy that tried to fight me right after <laughs> the graduation. <laughs> I forgot about. I don't know why there's a drunk guy at a graduation, <laughs> but he tried to fight me and. I was I was a grown up about it. Yeah, you were. Didn't want to fight yeah, anyone in front downstairs. of my parents, huh? No. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, mine is also my graduation. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I know you graduated. Did, well, said it a million times. Did you? I won't. I won't spend a lot of time on it. But it was not only my biggest accom- accomplishment of the year, but of my life. And I think about it all the time. Um all the time yeah it was a big moment for me i look at my graduation pictures all the time just for fun um that thing was crazy you were there i'm proud of you we were just talking about this before the episode started like we're so happy that we were there for each other's graduations and we saw how much you know pride that our parents had and like how, how much pride we ourselves had and it's just like such a nice moment when you see someone that that you're with and you know that they've been working for years for that one, you know, accolade and they finally get it. Like you see so much happiness and pride in their eyes. And yeah. I remember just screaming her name when you walked across. Like it was so yeah. nice. And then also looking at There's your no, mom and no she was screaming. so happy. Yeah, I know my mom. Mashnoon Manur. They literally said my, yeah, I'll never forget that shit. And like, you know, when on that piece of paper, you could put the pronunciation. Yeah. You could put the pronunciation of your name. What is that for? Yeah, they what, they why, literally pronounce his name as Manor. That if they're still gonna fuck, like I, it was a goddamn eighty-nine-year-old white man. I was like, there's no point. He's gonna say goddamn mushroom manure. <laughs> your dad's <laughs> fucking from cackle from New York. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Yeah. He graduated. All right, next, next. Give me one more. One more. more one more right now. One one more right now. All right, another moment. Um, when I painted my. F- third mural i painted a mural this year it has not come out yet it's at po chai number two i painted it i finished painting it actually in february i started it in like fall of 2021 and Mm -hmm. it still has not opened it's currently december of 2022 this mural has been done for like a year now and they haven't opened the location yet but i remember after i finished painting this mural I was just so proud of this piece. I mean, I'm always I'm always proud of the murals that I make and any art that I make, but especially seeing your art on such a big scale, like this was 22 feet, and seeing that it's in like a big major store, it's surrounded by other art, it's like South Asian based, and I also hear, you know, a lot of the comments and compliments from other people when they see the first mural that I painted at Pio Chai. And I'm just like really happy that it came to life because like when I first designed it and sketched it out, I started literally in September of 2021 and then I worked months on it. And so it's so crazy that like it happened and I like made what I made and, you know, just seeing your art in real life in such a big form is is wild and it makes me so happy. Yeah, they got to hurry up and open that thing up. Yeah, hopefully next I'm month. I'm trying to see it. Inshallah. Oh. Yeah little announcement little announcement yeah we'll see soon yeah i like it 
That's a good one. How about you, buddy? That's a good one. <sighs> um, I I gotta say, I I have to say my my first night in in Colombia. Oh, that's a good one. My first trip. I didn't first even say night mine. Back in Colombia. Um, long story. I'm not sure if I told the story of my first night in Colombia. Um, for my first trip, I went to Colombia twice this year, but first trip, first night was very uh, big, big big moment for me i remember yeah um i'll tell it real quick won't spend too much time long story short i i bought a ticket to colombia like a week and a half before i went i've just always wanted to go to medellin um i grew up with a lot of colombian people and they just always stressed how beautiful colombia is and i i love spanish culture and i want to go to a lot of different spanish countries um and my first one was puerto rico which i went to in 19 Second one, I wanted to go to Colombia. I wanted to go to Mexico, but I'll do Mexico later. I went to Colombia. We went to Mexico, but you didn't go to like the authentic areas of yeah, Mexico. No, I, want, I want Mexico, Mexico. Yeah. Um, Got a ticket, got an Airbnb um, for a couple nights. And before my flight there, before I got there, I did literally zero, barely any research. I, I researched how to get to my Airbnb and researched how to like withdraw money from the airport. But like, that's it. So long story short, I, I, whatever, I get to my Airbnb. It's like, uh, it's like a Thursday night. No, it's a Friday night and it's like 6 PM. I'm looking on my Instagram for shit to do. I find this event called a language exchange at this random hostel, like 10 minutes away from me. I look up some pictures. It looks fun. And I'm like, all right, I'm really tired. I can either stay inside and enjoy this nice Airbnb or I can like go outside and, and just see what happens. And and worst case scenario, I, I come back home early. It's not that serious. So it's like pouring rain outside. Like everything is against me going out. Like I'm feeling kind of sick. It's cold. It's rainy. I shouldn't go. I went. I went to this ho- I went to this hostel. I, I got there. There was like nobody there. But fortunately, a random guy started talking to me. He kept me there for like another hour. Then by like 8.30, a bunch more people came in. I met this white guy from Manchester who lived in Bangladesh for a couple of years and like was fluent in Bangla. Love that. Crazy. I met like this this guy named Victor who I'm still very, very close with. He's from Cartagena, which is on the coastal side. And... He was working in in Medellin as like a software engineer and I met all of his friends and we became best friends within five minutes and they took me out and we were out till however long and then I literally spent the entire trip with them and it was it was really a a big eye-opening moment for me because I was like I was like yo what are the odd like when when am I gonna find a white man that knows Bangla not in Florida when am I going to find, like, such a generous, like, Colombian man that's literally willing to sacrifice his whole next four days just to show a random stranger a good time? You're not going to find that here. And I, and it was just, like, a, a big eye-opening moment of how, like, how big the world is and how much we don't know about what type of people are out there. And me going on that trip really just fueled this, like, urgency to travel because I was just so obsessed with like living and experiencing and meeting these types of people that like you're just not going to find in your hometown you know so that was definitely like a a trip that i'm gonna remember forever and like one of the best moments like that first night you know something that i love about us we just like we just have such interconnected lives like you know a lot of the things that you were proud of and your happiest moments from the year like 
I also did, but like in a different city, in a different country, and like in my own way, right? Like we both graduated. You did your solo trip in Colombia for a month. I did my solo trip in Paris. And it's just like, you know, you came out with your book. I came out with my collection. And it's like, it's it's Crazy. so nice to have one another to like, you know, be inspired by. Oh, stop it. You're going to make me cry in the podcast. <laughs> and then nobody's going to listen anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I also loved my solo trip in Paris. I think that everyone should have their solo adventures, their solo dates even if it's like going going to like the grocery store um at one point or another or do it continuously but my time in paris was just so like fulfilling and so eye-opening and it was like the first time in a really long time where i felt like i was taking a good risk for myself where i felt like i was growing and like i was uncomfortable but that was like a good thing because it was necessary to grow and i was finally like present within conversations and i felt like you know, I was like in tune with myself because I feel like sometimes I'm just like so busy and so occupied where like I'm not able to give all of myself to people in conversations and relationships and whatever it is. And, you know, I just felt like genuinely at peace. So I can't wait to like do more of that in 2023. And I'm happy that me and you did that, you know, even when we didn't feel like we deserved it. Yeah. Round round two. Yeah. Round two, 2022. Round 2023. <laughs> yeah. Where are you going? Uh, it's an undisclosed location but if you all watch my youtube oh, video then you might have a <laughs> you might have a little little taste if if you if you have if you feel the urgency to know where mo <laughs> wants to go next year <laughs> if you need to know if you definitely need watch to know watch my how to make 2023 your dream year yet on wow. youtube.com slash mahuakan you want to make it your dream year i want to make it my yeah dream year. i do we both are it's i know our, we are it's our 25 year yeah you know what i did yesterday Sorry. i actually um mm. wrote a future letter to myself yeah you did for which is going to be sent to december 2023 version of me so i will not be able wow. to read it or open it until then and it's a letter in the perspective of me already doing it so it's not like oh i hope i do this i wish that this happens blah blah, blah. it's like yeah. yeah i completed this I this was that. a great year and blah 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 this is what i did you know so it's a great yeah. manifestation trick yeah that's a good one yeah i'm gonna I'm do that one mm. um well i'll tell y'all where i want to go next year because i'm not a, a i'm not a secretive as well before we go you want to talk oh. about a failure you've had and what your outlook <laughs> is on failure um i i can't name something very specific but in in my schooling for the first eight years or eight years god eight <laughs> months of the year um and you know this there were a lot of moments where i thought i was i was gonna fail a class especially towards like the coming weeks like you remember there were like a couple classes where i was like like i think it was one class in particular i i had to get like an 82 or something on the final yeah, to pass the class I remember. like and like you know that happened a, t a bunch more in in the springtime let alone the summertime and there were just like so many little scares that happened that like and there was one point where like i can't recollect what exactly it was maybe because i just like forced myself to forget but i'm sure you remember like again in the coming weeks i was like yo i'm literally gonna fail like i'm literally not gonna be able to walk like yeah. cancel your flight like don't bother coming because yeah. like I, I i'm not gonna be able to graduate and that happened to me a, a lot. 
And I've said it on the podcast a bunch of times, but like I have like a lot of self-inducing anxiety when it comes to schooling and just repressing seeing how I'm performing academically. And I don't know, there were there were just so many moments where I didn't want to email my teacher. I didn't want to check my grade. I didn't want to study or pull an all-nighter for this one exam because I knew there was no possible way for me to get like an 84 on it because it's just super hard and I barely passed the homework, let alone any exam. But um, I just had foresight. I just I just knew that the good that I would feel from accomplishing said goal is a much more impactful, much greater feeling than the hurt that I would feel for failing said goal. So like, I mean that to say, I knew that the feeling I would get from graduating would definitely outweigh the feeling I would get if I didn't graduate. You know, I, I don't, I don't discourage myself anymore. I don't tell myself that I'm not capable of something anymore. So you were saying like you had a lot of foresight and so that means like yeah. you knew that what you were destined for would come and that like the win would obviously outweigh the, the bad, right? But like yes. what would you say to the people that like let the failure stop them and they think that that's like the end of the world and they don't want to get up from that failure? They just have to confront the fact that what you know what you're doing is bad for you Mm. like you know not checking your grades is bad for you you know not pulling an all-nighter is going to make you fail and not very specific but you already know what is not good for you but it's it's the fear that makes you believe makes yourself believe that what is bad for you is not actually that bad for you when it's just you're you're just avoiding what the issue is on the table you're like you you're you're too scared to look at yourself in the mirror and 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 realize what is actually going wrong mm. and and yeah i can come up with the random piece of advice on how to you know zigzag through um you know self-confrontation when at the end of the day like self-confrontation is just looking at yourself in the mirror and being like okay i know that i know that i i can't keep doing this like do you do you really do you, like how bad do you really want it you know i i tell i used to tell myself all the time um self-discipline is the highest form of of love Mm. you know the the highest form of love is is you being able to listen to yourself and you being able to listen to yourself saying what is actually good to do and you you getting rid of what you know is already bad for you you know just it's it's just discipline it's it's self-love how much do you love yourself? How how much are you willing to do that you to show yourself that you love yourself? This year I learned I learned that I I love myself a lot and and I don't I don't ever want to doubt my capabilities again because there were you know this there were dozens of hundreds of moments throughout my academic career where I was like yeah I'm there's no point mm. there's no point whether it's a homework assignment or a class or going getting to class waking up in the morning I was like there's no point. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to graduate. You just keep going. Yeah. Because it you you just need to prove to yourself that that you're capable of doing what it is that you're not that you're making yourself believe that you're not capable of. And I kept pushing and at times when I I didn't think it was going to work, um many times I thought it wasn't going to work. But it worked really well. I like what you said about the discipline thing because I think that's what a lot of people lack especially when they do keep failing like 
obviously when you do fail you don't want to get back up and you feel like the whole world is against you but you have to have that discipline where you keep going despite the failure because you know eventually like it will all be worth it you know and i think that if you don't fail i feel like you don't appreciate your win enough because it's like you didn't really work as much as you could have for it because you didn't fail to get to that point you know and i feel like you appreciate those like bittersweet moments more when you know that you had to work really hard to get to it and you didn't give up you know yeah i like that what was a what was a what was a failure for you i also mentioned this in my don't youtube get, you video don't get a lot don't got a lot i also mentioned this in my youtube video if y'all didn't watch you know okay we get it please <laughs> that's not i'm gonna freaking start charging you <laughs> no but basically i talked about how i mean in 2021 i had a really rough year where i just let the failure stop me and i was very discouraged and i you know I was very sad because I thought success wasn't out there for me because I let that failure stop me. But in 2022, I kind of like stopped feeling bad for myself. And I realized that like, obviously you need failures to grow, but also don't let the failure stop you from getting up because I think failure is just like redirection for like a different path and like a stronger path that you like work harder on and you're more passionate on. Like, for example, one goal that I had, um, this year was to hit 3,000 sales on labyrinthav.com. And um, I didn't hit it, but I hit around like 2,700 sales, which is still pretty good. And, you know, even though I didn't hit the 3,000 sales, I still had like my own pop-up shop this year. I um, sold like 2,700 pieces from like all over the world. And I just like did a lot regarding my clothing like I also started my new collection for next year and I feel like if a lot of us just like look at the failure of not hitting that one goal we kind of disregard all the other things that we made or the all the other things that we did to hit that goal next year or hit that goal in general you know and it's like I don't want to disregard the fact that I still worked really hard and I had other accomplishments trying to hit this goal you know so I'm so proud of myself that's not a goddamn that's not a failure you're you're deterring from the from the question. No, that is and a failure. You, you hit twenty seven hundred sales. Not no failure. Tell me, tell me, some, tell me if some of you failed. That's at. what I'm and saying. Did I didn't it. hit three thousand on my New Year's resolutions list. It was hit three thousand. All right, let me think of another that's one. Like, that's like having a freaking goal of ten billion dollars. You only make nine. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> tough, tough year, buddy. Ah, um, I had another goal this year to learn Bangla, and that didn't happen feel like you have the same goal every year i do we're gonna make it happen next <laughs> next year <laughs> i also had i had a goal to go to the gym five times a month and that didn't happen either you got busy yeah but that's an excuse <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that to me you got busy <laughs> all right whatever yeah um like i was saying before if you want to know where i want to go next yeah. year i'll tell you right now <laughs> what's know? raise your hand if you um, want to know um, I want to go to Bangladesh in March slash April. If anybody listening is in Bangladesh, please reach out to me. I think I, I want to make some friends. I want to have some people out there before I go because I, I do actually want to go. Me and my mother will go in March and April. I really want to. Last time I went was 18 and I'm very happy that I went at 18, but I need to go again. You know when the last time I went was? At this age. Who's talking to her? Five. 
<laughs> freaking yesterday bro i literally went like 20 years ago at this point then go so sad go ahead go right now yeah i'd like to i also want to go to um ecuador quito i want to go to mexico like for real for real mexico like mexico city guadalajara and i want to go to an african country next year mm. that's also on my goal or on my on my uh i made a i made a 25 things to do before i turned 25 list i forgot to tell y'all that i don't know if I no you did tell us I that made... <laughs> <laughs> in the last episode the entirety well, and, of the episode and I'm, was just and that. i'm also going to africa um you just said that <laughs> I'm saying it twice because it's. Do you have any other so goals any besides African where you want to go? <laughs> huh? Do you have any other goals besides where you want to go? No. Where do you want to go in life? Africa. What do you want to do in life? Relax. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, I had a good year. <laughs> I graduated. Um, I was in five countries this year. Guys, he's counting um, America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm in America, right? He counted Iceland, um, which he was there for a nine hour layover. No, not even you I were there for a D- two hour layover. I saw DJ Khaled in Miami. That was a that was a pinnacle moment. They didn't believe in us. Uh. I was I was I saw him in the roll up to uh, his God did and the rollout to his God did album. Very good. Very big band. Very looks like a big teddy bear. Um, short too. It's funny. We have a goal um, for podcasts, uh, huh? Do you not care about my year? Yeah, DJ <laughs> Colin. Um, I would like to hit thirty five hundred orders next year. Thirty five. On Labyrinth dot com. Damn. I would like to have my art on a showcase in a gallery. Okay. Should go gallery hunting. Yeah, I would also like to hit eighty k on Instagram. Oh, make it happen. We're numbers based. I would like to hit three k, please. You think I can hit three k before the year? You ends? didn't hit three k yet. No. <laughs> wow, you realize the podcast has more than three k. I know. <sighs> Guys, follow him, Mushumunir, please. No, please, please. If you're listening right now, you don't follow me. I I want three k before. The year what do you wear right now? Please. Like twenty nine forty. <laughs> please make it happen. Sixty of y'all hit like hit me. Please. I want three K. Please. Um my twenty twenty three year year. <laughs> my <laughs> um All right. I I I I want Hassan Minaj on the podcast. That's a good one, Mr. Minaj. We're we're gonna. I'm speaking into existence right now. I'm gonna figure out. I'm gonna find somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that knows you. What goals we got for we the podcast next year? I just said. Besides getting some Minaj, I want one guest a month. Yeah, we gotta start planning right now. We have been. Um, um, I think we could get get that one in January, right? Yeah. Then from there we'll we'll do we'll do some rolling out. I want one guest a month. I really want 2020, 2023 to be to be difficultish's year, to go from a great podcast to the best podcast. 
both me and you have worked really hard the past year and three months where we've posted consistently and you know we've gotten our ratings up and we love the feedback that we get from you guys every single week and it's really nice to feel like we're connecting with y'all so we really want to be known as one of the best um podcasts by next year yeah any other goals other than being the best if you have any guest requests, make sure to let us know because we have like potential ones for the new year. But obviously, we would love to hear your feedback on who you think would fit with our podcast. But we just like honestly, we just want to like learn more and educate more and learn from other people that have experiences that we haven't gone through. You know, people that are more well versed and people that are um, like actually professionals in that field. So we are excited. Yeah, don't say nobody. Don't say nobody's crazy. Don't be. Don't be saying like Barack Obama. Like say somebody attainable. <laughs> Barack Obama. Need somebody we can actually get. Please. I'd love to have Barack Obama on the pod. Do you have any ten second advice? Yeah, my advice is, you are deserving of everything that you want in twenty twenty three. Everything. Everything that is in your grasp. <laughs> what if I want like a pet kangaroo? Wow. I deserve it. Well, that's not in your grasp. No, nah, I can get one. I have family in Australia. So then what's the issue? I can figure out a way. So the Pacific Ocean isn't that far. So then what's the issue? No, I'm just asking you if that if that was something I want to do, you like you'd be okay with it? I wouldn't be okay with it, nor would the American government. But if that's what you want to do, <laughs> then go ahead. If you want to yeah, smuggle a kangaroo is. across the borders. No, it's not smuggling. I, I'm sure there's like paperwork that I can sign to get it like legally over here. I don't think you can. I, I, I got a big backyard. <laughs> okay. A lot of grass. <laughs> all right. King Greasy grass, right? All right. That's good advice. Thank you. I'll, I'll take that. You one think a kangaroo would survive in, in the Florida atmosphere? Freaking tornado yes, would, would take it away. <laughs> they, we don't have tornadoes here. That's only in the Midwest, okay? We have hurricanes. Okay? That makes it's it different. worse. A tornado is strong wind. A hurricane is strong wind plus a bunch of other a stuff. A tornado would take yeah. it back all the way to Australia. <laughs> um, my advice is um, pu- push away the pullers, the pullers in your life. What'd you say? He said, guys, I'm telling you right now. He says a piece of advice and then he looks at me like he's so proud to say something, no, but look, he look, gives look, no look. explanation. Uh, look, look, look. No, you didn't hear what I said. You didn't hear. Listen. Do you want listen. me to clap? Listen, listen, listen. Push away the pullers in your life. The pullers? And pu- Let me finish. Oh <laughs> Push away the pullers in your life and pull in the pushers. Think about it. Think about it. The people that are, you know, pulling you back saying, oh, you can't do that. Oh, relax. You know, that costs too much money. Oh, that's that, that, that dream. You know, oh, you know, you're not that good. Push them away. Mm. You know who you know who you pull in? The push, the pushers. Mm. Yeah, you got that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's all you. Yeah, that's not that's not that bad. Yeah, you got that in a couple days. You need more of those people in your that's life. That's a good one. People that say, people that are saying, uh, I don't know. I'll be careful. Oh, and now he's singing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need those. You need you need the people. You surround yourself with people that push you and and. And, you know, when you're in conversation with somebody and there's and you're trying to explain to them how how unattainable one of your goals could be. If they're telling you to go do it, you need that person. in your life. Mm. Mm. That was a good one. Yeah, I know. You just got to be patient. 
be so quick. Listen to what I'm saying, okay? You know what we didn't talk about in this episode? We didn't talk about all the love that we got this past year. Like, if y'all looked at our Spotify wrapped, we grew by 999%. I don't know what that means. But again, I'm... But again, I'm proud of us. (laughs) 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 And I'm happy that you guys are listening to us every single week. Because we asked you guys, obviously, for the last episode, you know, what did you love about 2022? What do you want to say to us? Blah, blah, blah. And all of you guys said how much you love the podcast and how much has helped you over the past year and how you just maybe have discovered us recently and it has gotten you through a lot of stuff. So we appreciate you so much for listening every single week and, you know, making our days and making this worth it. And 2023 is going to be the best year of our lives, right? A movie. High five. Um, you got anything else? No, it's like ending a little chapter. I've been on, I've been on a big, I've been on a big like hot chocolate. Oh, here it goes. Recently. Here it goes. Big hot chocolate guy. I'm going in twenty. We're currently recording this at eight thirty p.m. He's gonna go get himself a hot chocolate right after this episode. You know what I'm gonna do after? Play some chess. <laughs> uh, if y'all want to play chess with me, add me on chess.com. Masha Munir. For real though, but only if you're good. If you're not good, don't bother. But if if like you're decent, right now my my ranking's like a 800. It's not that good. I know. I just started. Relax. But uh, I'm nasty. I'm like above average. If you're above average, if you're average, I don't want to talk to you. If you're like above average, hit me up. Mushroom here. Just.com. Thank you. All right. Anyway, thank you so much for supporting <laughs> us this past year. We love you guys so much. And obviously, we will see you literally right after the new year because we don't take breaks out here, even though maybe no, we, we should sometimes. But we are excited maybe. for the new year. We're excited for you guys to get into the new year. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us yes. on the TikTok page because we all we have been pop- popping yes, off. We've been doing a lot of that. We're at Difficult Dish Podcast. We also have our Instagram, which is at Difficult Dish. Difficult Dish. Get Mushnur. Get Mushnur. <laughs> get Mushnur <laughs> to three thousand followers. He needs it. At Mushnur. Instagram.com. And you can also follow me at Labyrinth if you would like. This is us yes, like ending off the year with our 69th episode. Yes. Difficult dish. Wow. <laughs> we love you guys. <laughs> Allah Hafiz.